Good morning and welcome to this week's Up and Running. We have a new series of programmes starting this morning and they are called Generation Z, where I went out to speak to the youth of the Northwest to hear about their hopes and their dreams for the future and how social media affects them and what they think of climate change and a number of other questions. I hope you enjoy the next couple of weeks listening to the younger generation. Uh, This morning we're going to start with Alex Tracy. He is aged 15 and he is from Tubbercurry. And also then joining us is Sophie Coleman, a communication student and she is aged 19 and she is also from Tubbercurry. Up and running with Claire Ronan on Ocean FM. My name is Alex Tracy. I'm 15 years old and I live in Tubbercurry. Have you brothers and sisters? Uh, yeah, I've got one sister and two brothers. Alex, we're going to go straight in with these questions. So uh, the first one is, how does social media influence your life? I might say it's um, influenced it very positively. I've learned a lot of new things from social media, from a lot of different professionals about science, history, biology, really, like a lot of different things. I don't think I would have found out as quickly that I was non-binary if it wasn't for social media. So I'd say it overall had a very positive impact. Okay, Alex, do you mind explaining to us what non-binary is? Because a lot of the listeners out there won't actually know what it is. Oh, yes. So it means a lot of things to a lot of different people. For me personally, it just means that I don't really identify with any gender and would just go by they, them pronouns. Pretty much with everyone. When I talk about you, I talk about you as them. Oh, yeah. Okay. And that's the only thing that it is? Um, for me, at least. I haven't really done anything else other than... I did change my name, but that's as far as I've gone. Okay. Okay, so you prefer if somebody doesn't call you he or she or her? Yeah. It's really just, just they, then, is all I go as. And has it been a long time? Have you, were you quite young when you decided to, um, to identify as non-binary? Um, I was 13... Yeah, it was uh, December of 2020. So I was young enough. I wasn't that young. Is there any one thing in your life that you would like to achieve? Um, I'd love to write a graphic novel one day. I've always just, I always love reading them and they're a lot easier to read than full-on novels. <laughs> so I'd, I'd love to write one of those one day. Okay. So um, would you, after you leave school, you'd like to study maybe creative writing or English or history? It would definitely be English in some form or fashion, even if it wasn't forward writing. Uh, What frightens you? I'd love to say um, something very interesting like climate change or global warming, but big spiders just, I actually just, in anything, it's like real life, if it's a video game, movie, anything, I just hate them. I just can't stand the look of them. The way they move, it's just ugh. Did you have an experience with a spider when you were a child? No, really, I think it's just been, I feel like it's been my entire life, it's just like I've never liked them. I've kind of gotten better with like the sm- like small ones or even die long legs. I can like if they're in a room with me, I don't mind. But if I was in a room with anything bigger than those, I would just I would just know my way out of there. Where would you like to see yourself in ten or twenty years' time? I mean, you're fifteen now, so say twenty years' time, you'll be thirty-five. What would you like to see when you think about that? I guess that I've just been successful in whatever I've attempted to achieve, and that I was like I'm stable in every way. Um, does the world is successful? Does the future of the planet concern you? Oh, it does. Um, it's just kind of, 
it's really annoying to think about because it's not really much I can do about it. It's more I can worry. So I kind of have a, I have a very optimistic view with that. Everything will f- go in the end will be okay because there's not much else I can do other than like recycle and everything I've already been doing. Um, what worries you most about the future? I guess that there really is no future at all, as in just like global warming, climate change just get too bad that at that point there's just so few places to go and everyone just kind of has to somehow survive. That, le- that n- nearly the, the planet would blow up sort of thing. Yeah, kind of. You're kind of just like, not like a full-on apocalypse, but I mean, close enough to one. Is there anything particularly holding you back from achieving your dreams? I'd say probably the thing that's holding me back the most is myself, just... The, how much I doubt myself like even if I've done something before I still if I do it again I still will doubt myself all over again as if I it's been my first time and is that a problem for you does it make it does it make you anxious um it definitely does even like because like even in English in third year I wasn't bad at it at all but I never had a day in the class where I wasn't nervous about my answer so that comes with confidence do you feel you have a lack of confidence um yeah I'd say I do I just don't really I like to think I would do certain things, but then if that opportunity came to arise, I would never do them because I just wouldn't want to. Would you consider yourself to be a, a happy person? Um, yeah, I, I'm no real reason. I don't ever have a real reason to feel sad about anything. So you don't have any major worries in the pipeline? Um, not currently. Everything's been going fine. What do you think of the political leaders that we have at the moment? In Ireland now, maybe. Yeah. Um, I think I don't really know because the problem is even in my school I've only ever had one politics class and it was really just about the news and stuff. I've never really got an idea on how what the different Irish parties believe or what they really are running for or even how elections work. I barely know anything about it. I know more about American politics because that's just always the big thing every four years. Interesting because um, I thought that in TY they did a whole section on politics. Um, because we've been having a school musical, so usually we completely miss the class. And the classes, I think we had one or two classes before we started missing it. And we never really got very far in anything. Okay, so you would like to learn a little bit more about politics now and, and the, say, the, say the four or five parties. Oh yeah, I just want to be able to, when I'm able to vote, actually know what I'm able to vote for. Is that I have to like, always do it myself. Have you any impression, Alex, of any Irish politician? Is there anyone that sort of you think is good or bad just from even the little bit that you see? Not really. Like, I, I barely even know most of the politicians that are, in, that are in the government right now. But before you vote, you will seriously consider what's happening here? Oh, very much so. I wouldn't just throw a vote in for no reason. Alex, do you feel that teenagers' voices are being heard enough? Um, I'd say definitely not enough. Like, I'd say different concerns of, like, anything in a school don't really get heard at all. And I would say really, there should be some form of representation that teenagers could use. I like mostly got like social media, but no one's, government isn't checking social media to see what people think. Mm. They're just there to post whatever. So I would hope that one day we could get like stronger voices, but I don't currently, I don't think we do. Up and running with Claire Ronan on Ocean FM. Good morning, Claire. Uh, my name's Sophie. I'm a communications student and I'm from Tubbercurry. I'm 19 years of age and I'm studying in DCU. Okay. Where is your favourite place in Sligo to go and think? Okay. Well, my favourite place in Sligo would probably be, I don't even know if many people would know, but it's called Knocknashee. 
it's a small little hill just behind my house but it's actually become such a tourist attraction in like recent months they built a walkway just at the back of it usually now when I was younger we'd climb up the hill and jump over the wired fences to get to the top but now there's actually a proper walkway so like it only takes about 20 minutes and you're up there and I feel like what I love about it so much is that it's so quiet you can put your ear pods in climb up it and walk around you could spend nearly like an hour and a half going around there walking around when um I was younger there's a spot it's called like the wishing well now it's not even a wishing well it's like a little kind of like hole in the ground and you'd stand there and you'd like make your wish and then everyone would get a good laugh and, you know no one could tell anyone their wishes or whatever but I just love it up there I think if I'm having a bad day or if I'm sitting on the couch and I'm like Sophie okay you need to get up and do something with yourself I'd be like okay you know what I'll climb around go up the hill have a bit of a think, listen to a bit of music. And the view up there is, like, it's astonishing. You can see, I think you can see, like, all of Sligo, to be honest with you. It's crazy. But, um, no, that's definitely, I'd have to be my favourite place since I was a small little baby going up on my mum's shoulders. I loved it so much. Yeah, definitely. Who is your favourite person at the moment? Now, this is probably so cringy, but I think it would be my sister. When me and my sister were growing up, we were like your typical sibling relationship, hated each other. I was like the annoying younger sister who'd steal all her stuff and like hide under her bed while her friends were there just to have a bit of fun. Um, but recently, I think because we're kind of becoming like the same age, we've gotten so close. And um, I think I just found like I've started to like appreciate her more. Like she's the one person who I'm like, OK, she's so unapologetically herself that it kind of makes me kind of want to be like that as well. Because I feel like at my age, I'm 19, and all we do is worry about, oh, the way I look, the way I act, the way I think, did I say something wrong, you know? But she's kind of like, Sophie, you need to just stop caring. Like, no one actually does care about all the stuff you're being so silly. So, yeah, to be honest, I never, if my eight-year-old self was looking at me now, she'd be like, why is she your favourite person in the world? But um, no, it would have to be my sister. And who do you admire most in the world? Admire most? Um, oh God, that's a tricky one. See, I'm sticking with family members and I'm like, I probably shouldn't, but I probably admire my mum the most. Um, I feel like her characteristics are, like her characteristics are things that I hope I can be. Like she's so, I feel like she'd do anything for anyone. And it's honestly probably one of her faults, but I think obviously it's some of her good things as well because like you I'd ask her to or I wouldn't even ask her to do something she'd go out of her way and do it you know like mommies do they'd be like oh they'd see you have a bit of a sniffle they'd go get you tissues paracetamol neurofin like the whole lot like she'd but not even just for me for everyone in her life like she'd drop anything for everyone which I think is just like it's something that I definitely look up and like just, I feel like I'm 19 and I'm I can't like I'm selfish and I've kind of come to realize how selfish I am looking at her and I realize you know, I kind of need to rein it in a bit and grow up and realise that being there for other people is so important and being, like, caring for other people and appreciating them and, like, the way you treat other people is how they're going to, in turn, treat you. Um, so, yeah, I think, yeah, I definitely admire her the most. What's the most unkind thing that's ever happened to you? Oh, God. Well, it would have to be in the secondary school days, yeah. probably, I'd say. Um, to even narrow that down, I feel like in school, there's always something said. You know, you talk to boys and they'd say the meanest thing they can think of. Just just in defense of, like, let's say, banter or things like that. I'm trying to think the meanest thing that I've been told. 
probably when I was younger I suffered a lot with like my weight and stuff like that so I remember not even something that was said to me but I overheard about me which was said oh you know she's one of the bigger girls or even I I put on like layers and layers of makeup because I'd be like oh you know makeup's gonna make me look like pretty they're gonna all want me and all this and then I heard like through the grapevine oh she's she's not attractive like she wears way too much makeup when she goes to school and even hearing that I was like oh god like and then I was like do I wear too much makeup and then I realized I actually do which it it did help because I was like kind of made me realize you know after like two or three years in school I was like I don't need to be plaster myself with this orange foundation I need to you know stop which I know it was obviously a horrible thing to say and it did knock my confidence completely it did help me realize even years to come now I'm like what an idiot like where does he get off commenting about the way I look or the way I paint my face or things like that so like things like that although it was a horrible thing to say looking back I'm like he's the idiot not me you know (laughs) how does social media influence your life or does it oh it does (laughs) it influences it incredibly even I look every week I'm like oh my god why am I on Instagram so much like I actually have an addiction um but I feel like everyone else can say that not even just my age group but the one thing about social media that I do want to comment on is the fact that like so it does have such an impact especially TikTok recently I've noticed like if I let's say I was in like a really bad sad spell whether it was to do with um eating or like you know your weight sometimes you have problems with that or even like your skin or your hair and I go on to TikTok and I see these gorgeous girls which like like I just woke up hair beautiful like a natural blowout and so thin and I'm like oh my god I look like Hagrid right now like this is not (laughs) it's not exactly a good comparison but I feel like social media has such a negative impact on not girl, like not just girls not boys as well because stuff like Instagram or TikTok you can't control the videos that you see so you could be in a great mood and then you see something and it almost brings you down and that can be linked to like your own insecurities and things like that but um I do love social media because obviously it gives you an opportunity to connect with other people to see things that you otherwise wouldn't see like it's such a great opportunity but the negative impacts and even like comment sections, like I'd be on TikTok and, you know, you click into the comment section, these people are just ripping into each other and just unnecessarily stuff. And I'm like, what was the need? Like, there's just sometimes it's like, what, like, what did you gain from commenting things like that? Now, specifically, I don't have a platform where there would be people commenting on my stuff negatively, but it's it's kind of terrifying almost because it's it puts you off even trying to put yourself out there to even do that like let's say influencing and stuff like that because you realize the backlash that people are getting like that's sending them into a depression or making them anxious it almost puts you off mm. so like this little social media world I don't know whether it's a good thing or a bad thing to be honest which public figure would inspire you public figure um personally I'd say Deer and Garry. Um, I followed her for years since she was doing the little skits on <laughs> on Facebook. Um, but as someone who wants to become, get into either radio or TV and stuff, the way that she like built herself up from the ground, she worked hard, she started with comedy online and then she moved to doing, the, I think it was the traffic on the radio and stuff like that. I find that so inspirational. I was like, okay, I'm just a little girl from Sligo. Maybe I can do it too. Um, and the way she's even thriving with RT2 FM, 
I just find I think she's so inspirational and the hate she's also got so much hate online but despite that she doesn't she doesn't hide anything or she just stays unapologetically herself which I love to be honest with you I love anyone who is capable of doing that despite the barriers that people are throwing their way what's your favorite memory my favorite memory um my favorite memory to be honest I know it's close to Christmas but it would have to be Christmas related um I remember every Christmas my godmother and my godfather and my two cousins would come down and me and my cousin are like sisters separated at birth like we are so close we do absolutely everything together our mum and dad would like dress us up the same like we and we go to the park and we pretend that we were um (laughs) twin sisters so anytime at Christmas I'd always look forward to that one time a year where they'd come down and they'd run through the door and we'd have a big hug and then we'd go upstairs sit in our beds and have like the big yearly catch up about what went down and even still that happened it's kind of like an ongoing memory it's like a little tradition that I just love that happens every year um I just love our relationship like we get on so well and I feel like you know there's always them people where there could be years could go by months even and you meet them and it's like no time passed at all that's like my relationship with her and I wouldn't change it for the world so any memory with her to be honest I love that so much because we just have such history together like and it's literally like she is my sister. What makes you happy? Um, my friends to be honest Um, since moving to college I find it quite difficult at the start because I moved to college with no friends at all I didn't know anyone didn't have any family there Um, so I moved there being like oh god am I going to make friends or am I going to be the loser in the library who just sits there for hours but uh, no definitely my friends I've had such a great group of friends in college and stuff like I'd go to college come home and we'd spend I'd say hours talking just nonsense like absolutely nothing but it's I love it so much like I go home at the weekend and I'm like oh I miss them I miss them so much just want to go back and have the crack is there one particular thing you'd like to achieve in your life? To be honest, I think career-wise, I'd love to be able to look back and say that I made the most of my time, even not just my like my 20s, do you know what I mean? Like I'd love to say being like, okay, you throw you threw yourself into everything that you possibly could. You tried your hardest. And I'd love to be like, oh, look where I am now. Wherever that might be, whether that's like broadcasting or traveling or something like that but in yeah 10 or 20 years I'd love to be somewhere where I can say that I'm successful that I'm happy and content and healthy obviously but um no definitely no regrets in 10 or 20 years I'd love to have no regrets at all what frightens you honestly death (laughs) that's honestly probably like so grim but um not even just like my death I think death of someone close to me I have this like recurring nightmare that I wake up at like four o'clock in the morning and someone's rang and someone's died and it's like terrifying and I'm like what is wrong with you I keep having this nightmare and I even sometimes even wake up myself and I'm like what is that and I keep like hearing like a phone ring or something I think it's just I feel like everyone does it's like you don't even want to think about it death is such a topic that you're like okay if I don't think about it it's not real um so the thought of someone like close to me dying and not even like let's say if it was like a sibling or something like that and then having to see that effect on not just me but also the other family members 
Like, I think that's always such a fright because the death in a family isn't, it's not just all about you. Like, it's about the people that they surround themselves with. It has such an such an effect on people. Um, so obviously, that that's definitely one of my biggest fears is just losing someone too soon almost and like so close to me as well. So when you go to the lovely place at the back of your house and you're sitting down and having a little break from your walk and you picture yourself in 20 years, what would you like to be in 20 years time? What would you like to see? What would I like to be or both, is yeah, it? Yeah, but what, what way would you like to see yourself in 20 years time? Well, I don't know if I want to stay in Sligo or not, but <laughs> might go abroad. Um, I'd love to be um, like a news reporter or a broadcaster. I, I really want to have a job where not every day is the same. That's something that I've always said since I was younger. I don't want every day to be the same. I don't want to be sitting at a desk all the time. I want to either go where the story takes me or travel where the story takes me um, and just to be doing something different, to be like making a change, to be either whether that's helping people, informing people. Um, I'd love that. I think if I saw if I was there in 10 or 20 years and I was doing that with myself, I'd be very pleased. Does the future of the planet concern you? To be honest, many people have uh, opinions on that. I'm more the one that's in denial. <laughs> I do the recycling. That's about as far as I go. Um, I don't have much of a take on that. I'm not very like well-versed when it comes to global warming and things like that. But um, I'm, yeah, I'm one of them people who's in denial. I'm not like out there trying to change the world, but I can help out, I suppose. Is there anything holding you back from achieving your dreams? To be honest, no, I, I don't think so. Um, I'm not like I wouldn't let anyone hold me back, to be honest. Like I wouldn't let like a family member or a person or a friend or anything like that. I wouldn't let what people say deter me from what I want to do. Um, I think, yeah, since I was younger, I've always been just like, OK, it's possible. If that person can do it, hell, I can do it as well. And I, I strongly believe as well, if you give something a chance and you fail, well, at least you gave it a chance because if you just, if you get so scared of something, you're like, oh my God, well, I can't do that or I'm this and I'm that. Well, no, you're not going to get, you're going to be stuck in a rut and you're not going to actually get anywhere. Um, so no, I don't think there is anything that could hold me back, to be honest with you. How important is money to you? Money, I think growing up, money, well, I never found it as a problem, but I think there obviously was issues, but I feel like as your parents, it's their job to kind of make sure you feel safe and secure. So obviously it was, any tro- problems that there were were probably hidden or anything like that. So in my life, I don't think I don't think money. Obviously, sometimes it's necessary for certain things, but it's not the end goal for me. I'm not like oh, rich and famous and this is what I want to do. No, it's not a, like a complete issue. But um, I know I'm in college in Dublin, and obviously money is a serious problem. Like between accommodation and gas and heat and just living day to day like even transportation and things like that it's extortionate um but I do believe that if you just work hard enough you know you can live within your means and you can you know you can get certain things but but like nothing extortionate like a Ferrari or anything like that I'm good with my little black Corolla to be honest um yeah money I think with obviously it's a problem with regards to like accommodation I know I do worry in years to come if I wanted to move back to Ireland that that would be a bit of a struggle. Um, but hopefully, I'm hoping that in years years to come, that maybe that'll change and that my generation will be able to hopefully live here. 
And the last question you'll be delighted to hear. Would you consider yourself to be happy? I think, yeah, I think I would say I'm happy, to be honest with you. I don't really have anything to complain about. I mean, I'm healthy. I've got such a good, like, family unit and friends. I love my college course. And, yeah, I think there's so much going on in the world that for other people to be unhappy, that if I did say I was unhappy, that would be so... It would be just inconsiderate or almost selfish of me to say... Um, no, yeah, I think I would say that I'm happy, yeah. Up and Running with Claire Ronan on Ocean FM. That's it for this week's Up and Running. Thanks to all my guests this morning and most importantly, thanks to you for listening. Niall Delaney is up next with the best of this week's Northwest Today. If you would like to listen back to any of this show, you can go to oceanfm.ie, click podcast, or you can also find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Ocean FM Ireland. Until next week, thanks for listening.